your blood runs orange and blue. Orange and blue. blue. This, this is the pod, is the for, pod you. for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Let's talk about it. So the uh, Knicks are looking to extend their win streak to four games when they take on the Raptors in Toronto. Knicks won a nail-biter over the Spurs Wednesday night. Uh, so they're now trying to continue the winning ways here. The last time these two teams played was a memorable one, particularly for the Toronto Raptors. As I said, Pascal Siakam scored 52 points in a December win over the Knicks. That win snapped an eight-game win streak for New York. Uh, but the Raptors have really failed to capitalize on that momentum since that win. Toronto is just two and four. So, uh, Tom, let's get right into it. Keys to Knicks victory Friday night over Toronto. Yeah, listen, you know, you just look at the standings, you look at the record. Obviously, the Raptors aren't where you thought they'd be and where they wanted to be. And, and a lot of it has to do with their struggles. Um, we mentioned that the Raptors snapped the Knicks eight game winning streak last time they played. It also snapped a Raptors six game losing streak. Um, but if it, it, it's, it, you know, that's it's one of those situations where the record doesn't necessarily um, correctly convey just, uh, you know, the, the state of the Raptors, because if you look at the schedule, they've had one of the tougher months that you're going to see at, at any point in NBA. Um, I'll just give you their last uh, 11 games here. So they uh, lost to the Nets, lost to the Warriors, lost to the Sixers in OT. Then they beat the Knicks in the Garden. Uh, two days later, beat the Cavs in Cleveland, mm. came home. They lost to the Clippers, good team, obviously. Lost to the Grizzlies, beat the Suns, good team. Went to Indiana, lost to the Pacers, just lost to the Bucks in OT after a miraculous comeback to force OT. Um, you know, so they haven't lost to a bad team uh, really in about a month. Um, and, and and while their wins aren't obviously, you know, you know, with 16 and 22 in the season is not acceptable for anyone in Toronto. Obviously, it doesn't meet their expectations. This is a better team than their record says they are. Um, and the when again, when they came into the garden and beat the Knicks to snap that eight-game winning streak, they were on that six-game losing streak. And we talked about it at the time. They were the more desperate club. Um, right. like they were willing to fight and scratch and claw for every loose ball, and that manifested itself um, in a victory for the Raptors. Nick should accept that same frantic energy um, from Nick Nurse and Pascal Siakam and FEV because um, those guys are going to be desperate for a victory. They've lost four of their last five. Um, they have another tough game Sunday at home against Portland um, before their, their schedule finally lightens up a little bit next week. They play the Hornets um, in back-to-back games, so they should be able to get off the schneid at that point. But, um, yeah, listen, we, we we know about what Siaka brings to the table. We know what OG Ananobi, um, a great two-way wing, one of the better defensive players in the NBA. Fred Van Vliet's an elite point guard, so Knicks have to come with their A game. Um, it should be an interesting test for both clubs tonight. Yeah, it, it will be. And and the Raptors are always an interesting team because they're 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 kind of built in some ways, probably how people see the future of the NBA. Um, a lot of guys who can play multiple positions, a lot of guys who are switchable. Um, so so when you play a team like the Knicks, who sometimes play a more older brand of basketball, I do think they present problems. We saw that in the last game uh when when they played where uh Siakam essentially was a, a matchup nightmare the Knicks couldn't find a person to to, to put on him to slow him down uh, I think we saw with some of their defensive uh versatility their ability to go zone their ability to switch screens uh their their ability to, to switch on to Jalen Brunson or smaller guards with some of their bigger players and still stay in front so so they present some challenges I agree this is a team that is struggling but is not 
a team that's lacking talent. I think uh, for the Knicks, uh, a couple of things I want to see. One, I, I mentioned zone execution. That is has been a, and I mean, I talked about it um, in, in, after the Christmas game. That has been a major issue for for us and the Knicks' inability to execute offense uh, against zone defense. The Raptors, uh, even though pretty much every team will try to play zone against the Knicks, if the Knicks are playing well because the Knicks can't execute against zones. Uh, the Raptors regularly like to play zone and throw zone in from time to time. So uh, I expect the Knicks to see set, uh, plenty of that. Uh, I don't know how much of a percentage I'd put between zone and man, but maybe 35% of this game they'll be playing zone. I think the Knicks are going to have to execute that. You're going to have to see some shot making, likes of Quentin Grimes and Emmanuel Quickly, Jalen Brunson, Randall, of course. Uh, so their ex- ability to execute in the zone I think will be key. And what do they do with Pascal Siakam? I mean, their their strategy last time, uh, the guys they put on him, they, they had no answer. So uh, do they double him if he gets going? Uh, do they send different bodies at him? Uh, I know a lot, of, a lot of the last game we saw Julius Randle guarding him. Um, I don't expect you'll see somebody like, you know, Reddish come off the bench to guard him. But, you know, does Grimes get more time on him? Like, how do they, how do they figure out that matchup is going to be key, I think, in this one? Yeah, it'll be interesting. Also, does Tibbs, you know, uh, if obviously Barrett's the only player that's ruled out, um, uh, Obi Toppin, you know, we'll talk about him. He's available. Uh, we'll see if he yes. gets, we'll see if he gets into the, you know, see if he gets some minutes. Um, Obi's uh, specialty is not defense, um, but you know, with with Barrett out, might Reddish get a few minutes? Of, you know, we talked about it last week. Maybe just throw some different bodies, throw some different looks at Siakam because what they did last time didn't work. Um, and the other thing to just just to note uh, in their win over the Bucks, as, as I mentioned, they were down. I think it was 16 points with like a minute and a half left. Oh yeah, it was just a. a, a down, I think they were down a 20. I think it was like 21. I think it was think. 20 with three minutes left. Yeah. Um, you know, just about tw- or 21 points with three minutes left, and then it was like 15 with 90 seconds left. Yeah. It was just a every one of those you know situations where everything had to go crazy, and it did. But and um, somehow the Bucks still um, got their footing back in overtime and won. But um, I, I just wanted to point out that, like the uh, you know, Tibbs is one of the few coaches that really relies heavily on his stars. Nick Nurse is cut from the same cloth. Minutes played in that Bucks game on on Wednesday night. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, 47 minutes. OG, 46 minutes. Gary Trent, 45 minutes. Siakam, 42 minutes. Barnes, 35 minutes. He basically only plays an eight-man rotation. Um, we'll see if those guys are a little bit tired. You know, obviously they've had a day off and um, they should be good to go, but just just something to keep in mind. Um, uh, yeah, but just the, as far as Siakam goes, um, you know, obviously Randall's going to get the first crack at him. Um, Randall's a prideful guy. Um, you know, he does, you know, you know, he, you know, he heard about the, the, the MSG, you know, the, the, the Siakam career high. Um, let's yep. see if he comes out fired up and he has done better of late. Um, but again, this is going to be a all hands on deck, um, situation for the, for the Knicks. And, um, I, I did, I did notice Scotty Barnes played better in that, that Bucks game. Um, he's yes, kind he of been struggling so far this season. So he've made some big plays down the stretch. That's the thing about the Raptors. I mean, if you try to double Siakam, but you know, um, um, they have guys that can burn you. Gary Trent's a good outside shooter. OG can knock down three pointers. Fred Vivley's a very good point guard. Um, you know, even some guys they bring off the bench like Boucher and, and Precious Achua, um, who, didn't, who wasn't available last time Knicks, Knicks played him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's something that the Knicks will have to keep their eye on. So, um, yeah, it's a, a lot of matchup problems, um, but, uh, you know, so we'll see. Um, but again, yeah, just as far as the Siakam in, you know, question specifically, um, obviously Randall gets first crack, but don't be afraid to try some different gimmick defenses, um, some things to slow him down if he really gets hot again. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. And and when I think about other matchups in this game, I'm looking at the point guard matchup. I mean, you mentioned Fred Van Vliet, and, and we know what Jalen Brunson has done this year. It is fascinating to think about last offseason and the Knicks, you know, pursuit of a point guard, or not last offseason, but two offseason guard, not at this point. Their pursuit of a point guard and some fans and some media members wondering, you know, you know, could they get a guy like Fred Van Vliet in here? You know, was he a guy that would be interested in coming to the Knicks? And he eventually decided to go back to the Raptors. It didn't appear that there was much serious uh, negotiating happening between the Knicks and Van Vliet. Uh, and sometimes it, it kind of shows you that, you know, sometimes missing out on a guy might not be the worst thing in the world. Uh, Fred Van Vliet is a, is a, is a pit bull. Uh, I love the way he defends. He's a big shot maker. But, uh, you know, he's shooting 37 stuff in the field this year. And he's not necessarily a, a, uh, a efficient offensive player. He's even smaller than Jalen Brunson is. Brunson has so far been a much better fit. And um, and it just kind of goes to show you that sometimes, uh, you know, losing out on the guy isn't the worst thing in the world. And, and sometimes the shiny object uh, is, doesn't, isn't that shiny when you get closer to it, is whatever that saying is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a big – and I remain a big fervent lead flan. I, I, yeah. You know, I, I wanted the Knicks to sign him, so I'll, I'll put myself in that camp. Um, but you're right. Uh, he, he has had a down year, um, 37% from floor, 32% from downtown. Um, and, uh, you know, due to his size, is, is it difficult? Um, you know, it's not a great defender as well. He's very similar to Brunson in a lot of ways, but Brunson is definitely having um, a better uh, better season as it goes. He's also Brunson's also three years younger than, than Van Vliet. Yeah. So, um, I would love – FEV can be my point guard any day, especially in a big spot. Um, but, yeah, you're right. It's uh, funny how things work out. Um, Nick certainly uh, wouldn't wouldn't trade Jalen Brunson for for too many guys right now. That's uh, especially guys you know outside of the very top elite tier of point guards. Um, Brunson's climbing his way um, up the uh, up the ranks. Yeah, the sack was season from Brunson should be a good matchup. Knicks Raptors seven thirty starting.